Today is Sunday, October 3rd, 2021, and this... I've been to Vegas many times. One night is good, two nights is perfect, three is too many. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 803. Las Vegas, the honor! Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. You're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you think that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm all right. Happy to be here with you. Talking about the things that we talk about. We have some news. I have some reviews from a recent trip. And... I have no reviews. We'll get we'll get to that. That's okay. You'll have reviews sometime. Yes. My, my time... Your time, your time shall come. All right, before we jump into the stuff, this podcast is listener supported. We have a new patron this week. Welcome to Brad Coco. Welcome. We're happy to have you as our new newest patron. As we've mentioned many times, the show is listener supported and our patrons are the folks who do that and they're wonderful. And we throw them some bonus content as our way of saying thank you. And you can visit patreon.com slash five hundy for all the details And we thank all of our patrons for being so awesome. All right, let's get into some news. The big news this week, and this has been rumored for a while, so it's not a complete surprise, but still kind of a kind of detail or deal. Um, Give the prices right, Horns. I don't. The Cosmopolitan is being sold to MGM Resorts, the operations. So a lot of times we talk about these sales as a real estate transaction. There is a real estate component to this, but as far as the stuff we're most concerned about, MGM Resorts will be taking over operations of the Cosmopolitan. They've been the rumored buyer almost as long as that place has has been there. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, for uh, $1.625 billion, they are getting the operations, and then another $4 billion or so. A real estate uh, partnership between current owner Blackstone's real estate investment trust and a couple other firms are going to own the real estate. And it's the usual thing where it's long-term lease, blah, blah, blah. But for our purposes, MGM Resorts is what we're worried about. Um, For people who are MGM Resorts regulars Mm -hmm. and M-Life loyalists, this is good news because they'll have a really nice new place where they'll be able to use their stuff, use their, their tier points and comp rooms and things like that. For those of us who aren't, eh, nah. I don't know. I like having, I like having a little bit more competition on the strip. So, I mean, MGM now that they've got fucking everything from Bellagio to M, to Mandalay on that side of the street. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, the transition is going to take a while. It's expected to close in the first half of 2022, as as always with these. They sorts. don't have Denny's though. They don't have Denny's. Yeah. Who has Denny's? Denny's has Denny's. You know the Denny's by Park MGM. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not a hotel. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Anyway, carry on. Isn't that on the other side of the street? No. I'm trying to think where Denny's is. It's on the Park MGM New York New York no. side. I can't even picture where that is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> MGM, you can never have Denny's, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't own the CVS on that. On true. That That's true. <laughs> so it's not the entire world. It's just the important stuff they mm-hmm. own. Um, any ownership changes always bring about operational different you know, perspectives and changes and stuff's going to change. We don't mm-hmm. know what. And that's the big mystery. And of course, when you ha- know there's going to be change and you don't know what it is, that's where people start to get nervous. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, I have mixed feelings about this. I mostly don't like it. Mm-hmm. But, but at least it's not Caesars. At least it's not Caesars. Um, 
at least it's not the guy who owns Golden Nugget, who oh. I know that there was theories that he might be in the running because he would wipe he out would the restaurants. screw up the restaurant lineup so bad. And, and put in all those shitty Landry's restaurants. Ugh, no, um, thank you. MGM, at least, well, first of all, it's MGM, at least Jim is gone mm-hmm. because I feel more comfortable with MGM being run by whoever the fuck is in charge now than yep. Jim, like a bag of sand. I don't know who's in charge, but... Mm-hmm. Um, like we've said before, it's kind of like an umpire. If you don't know his name... Or her name. Well, it's his yes. because there are, I think, only two yes. umpires. Angel right Hernandez anyway. is not the CEO yes. of MGM Resorts, <laughs> nor is Joe West. Right. Um, yeah. So the thing about MGM, at least, they have a lot of good restaurants. Like that's and The reason I'm focusing on restaurants is that's a big part of Cosmo's strength. Mm-hmm. It's a food and beverage lineup. I, I feel like there's a good chance that MGM will take over and not completely decimate the food and beverage lineup because yeah. if you look at some of their other properties, they've got they've some got pretty nice good stuff. Restaurants, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and their rest their food lineup is a draw, and you mm-hmm. would think that they would want to keep that. I would think so. So obviously, they're going to be looking at the financials and seeing what right. makes money and what doesn't, and all those things. But. Um, the other thing, of course, is what will the transition of the Players Club mean mm-hmm. as they transition people who have identity points and tiers mm-hmm. and all that stuff into M Life? It won't. It won't be great. Yeah. So my suggestion to anybody who has a comp balance and has you know free rooms as part of your tier, use all that use shit. Use it up. Use it up while you can. Yeah, I would say try to use that the- by March or April. Well, probably I'd say in the first quarter just to be sure. I just thought of another thing that sucks. Yeah. If you have a good tier at Cosmo and you do the tier matching thing, that takes out one option. It's true. That's true. And I don't know, yeah, how they convert identity levels over to MLife. And the MLife, I don't know, I don't find the MLife benefits all that great. No. I like Cosmos better. So anyway, eh. Kind of a bummer, but we'll see. I'm not going to get too rattled about it until we start to see what changes. At least they have, like, at least it's not the glory days when it first opened where the the glory days, the pay tables were amazing. You could get delicious cocktails without drink tickets. Yeah. (sighs) The days of sitting at the end of book and stage and being plied with with the fantasticness by Heather and Jenny. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I would say drain your comp account if you can. And also, um, you know, one of our mantras for the life of this show has been, don't get too attached to anything. Mm -hmm. If there's stuff you're attached to at Cosmopolitan, make sure and take advantage of it because it might go away. I mean, that's kind of Mm -hmm. the case with anything at any time. You never know when something's going to change your clothes, but when you know that there's a greater chance of something changing, it's just kind of a reminder. Oh, this might be limited if I really like you know, an aspect of, of Cosmopolitan, I might want to take advantage of it next time I'm there. Just, just because it might not be next time. So Mm -hmm. there you go. We will certainly be covering this for a long time as MGM takes over and as things change and we'll see what happens, Mm -hmm. but that is going to be happening. So, all right, moving along, let's talk about some restaurant stuff. Uh, Martirano's is an Italian restaurant at Paris, and it is now closed. It is gone. Uh, they had another, there was another location at Rio uh, first that closed in 2015, unless you're, um, unless you're with the Las Vegas Advisor, because I noticed on their website, they mentioned that it was still in operations. So Only in your mind. <laughs> so yes, if you want to make reservations at the Cafe Martirano, at Rio, you'll have to do so for October 2015 or earlier, and those are still being honored. Um, Paris has been going through sort of a restaurant revamp lately, it seems like. We've mentioned in recent weeks, they closed Sushi Street and Lucky 88. They have a Nobu coming um, next year. They're putting in that new um, Vanderpump, uh, Vanderpump Bar and Restaurant, whatever that's going to be. So... Um, I don't know if there's going to be a bunch of other changes. Don't know for sure what's going in Martirano's yet, but keep an eye on, we'll keep an eye on uh, additional changes at Paris. There is a new sports bar coming to Harrah's. They specialize in Louisiana cuisine and it is called Walk-On Bistro. This apparent, or Walk-On's Bistro, uh, this is going, going to be in the former Toby Keith's 
barn grill space. I believe that's on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, early 2022 is when it's going to open. This apparently is a franchise that's pretty big in parts of the South and it's growing rapidly. They've been selling off their franchise rights around the country. So there's going to be a lot of these opening, it looks like. But this is the first one in Vegas. Did you it, say Drew Brees was? I think I, yeah. Owners? Somebody told, I'm not sure if that's for sure. Somebody told me Drew Brees, the football player, has a an ownership stake in that, but I don't know. Um, yeah, so they specialize specialize in Louisiana cuisine. The menu Bring looks, on the beignets. The menu looks pretty good. Yeah, so this is the first location that they have that's going to offer breakfast. Mm-hmm. So yes, beignets will be on the menu as well as as some sort of grits. Not for me, but hey, if you're into oh. that, by all means. When the grit, when they get it right, grits are heavenly. They're buttery and delicious and like comforting. I'm not going to try um, until I'm not going to try until I find one that gets it right because those that I've had have just been oh good a mouthful of mush. Oh, I've had some good grits. Mm. Yeah, I'll pass. So anyway, more the, for me. That's coming to Harris in 2022. When was the last time you ordered grits though? Uh like within recent history i shared a plate with my friend dave oh okay yes all right you're 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 more uh you're more daring that's because you have roots in the south (laughs) anyway moving along resorts world continues to open up new restaurants uh a couple quick updates their pizza place mulberry street pizzeria has opened their cigar lounge that we spoke about a few weeks back has an opening date of November 4th. And one of the things I noticed when I was there a few days ago is that their taco shop is going to be out in front. Tacos El Cabron is going to be one of those shipping container restaurants. Right across the street from Tacos El Gordo. Right across the street from like three taco places. <laughs> that is quite the little hub for uh, street tacos now. There's, yeah, there's... Tacos El Gordo, there's whatever went into the old Tacos El Gordo, and then there's yet another one in one of those strip malls, like right there. So if you happen to be at Resorts World and you want tacos, you can you have you got choices. Many choices. Uh, Fat Tuesday right next is is also in a shipping container right next to where Tacos El Cabron will be. So that'll be right out in front of Resorts World. You need a taco and a frozen beverage that got you covered. They've got they will meet your needs right outside of uh, Resorts World. All right, finally, one more quick news item before I get on to some reviews from my latest trip. Uh, David Lee Roth has announced five more shows at House of Blues, and sadly, they're going to be the last of his career, the last time you might hear him. I love that. Um, Starting December 31st, ending January 8th, five shows. Uh, Without saying it, Directly, because Dave talks in circles and says a lot without saying a lot sometimes. It uh, sounds like he might have some bad health problems. Aww. Yeah, he gave an interview to somebody at the Review Journal, and it, he alluded to his days might be numbered. And Yikes. Ed can look in the rearview mirror, and he's right behind him, and oh, some man. stuff like that. So it doesn't sound great, and that's a bummer, but... You know, his voice has been shot for a while, but you hate to see somebody, mm-hmm. you know, who's a part of your... Your, your childhood. Yeah, and... you hate to hear that they're not doing well. and So there you go. It's it's not the best. You'd rather have him uh, decide to retire and have a nice long retirement, mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, if you're a big David Lee Roth fan and want to catch him, you're going to want to get to town for uh, New Year's Eve or early January. So there you go. All right. So yes, I was in Las Vegas again without my lovely co-host and wife. Two trips in a row. People are going to start to get worried about this. <laughs> no need to worry. It's just fine. It's just weird scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a makeup trip for the trip with my brothers and my dad and my nephew that we do every couple of years. It would have been in the spring, but because of um, pandemic delays and everything, we ended up putting it off. A little bit later. But at least you got it in this year. We did, yeah. Um, and that worked out great. So, um, yeah. So, a lot of the stuff we did, I, this, these are very tr- different trips for me than they are mm-hmm. with you. Um, tend to eat a lot cheaper and don't necessarily explore new stuff that much. Um, but there's some stuff that I thought 
would be worth discussing on the show. Uh, first of all, just some general things. This was a Monday to Friday trip, and I was very curious how things would be in terms of um, September midweek crowds. Yep. Because um, things have been so busy mm-hmm. since reopening, and I don't know. Anyway, uh, I think because school is back in in session now, and some people have gone back to the workplace and things like that, it it didn't seem any different than I would say a normal September week. Not super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably helps. And there were I did see some folks walking around with convention badges on it, but a lot of conventions are still holding off, so yeah. probably not as much of that traffic as normal. Not overly busy. It was pretty enjoyable. Um, mask enforcement, which I know a lot of people have wondered about. You're, mm-hmm. You know, they need they need to be worn in um, any indoor space and in in uh, cabs and Ubers and transportation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I would say in the casinos, I would consider the enforcement to be pretty lax. Um, there are a lot of people walking around with them hanging around their chin or not mm-hmm. even wearing them, uh, and there and nobody was saying much it depends on the casino and again your mileage will vary it's going it might be they might step it up on weekends or mm-hmm. more maybe it depends times. on the person who's working depends on the person depends on the security yeah um but at cosmopolitan where i was staying there was a lot of people walking around without wearing them uh gambling was okay wasn't great it very roller coastery i started mm-hmm. out in the hole pretty bad and then i had a which real, hole in uh <laughs> pick a hole <laughs> any of them um i had a really good run on the second day at resorts world and then was up and then it was kind of a little up and a little down and i think i finished a little bit down but overall it was it wasn't horrible it wasn't great hit a couple nice jackpots to keep me going it was a lot of fun so tons of video poker as usual i'm glad you got out of the hole thank you i appreciate that I'm glad i got into the hole um, no, I'm not. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, that was a bad analogy. Uber and Lyft. People have been wondering a lot how transportation is for my use. Again, during the week, it was back to normal. I did not have to wait more than a few minutes. The rates were pretty close to what they were before, maybe a couple bucks higher, but mm-hmm. I'd say you know, for the half a dozen times I took it, maybe a little bit more than that. It was usually around 15 bucks to go either down to or from downtown to or from the airport. Um, and like I said, the, the, the pickups came really fast, like within a few minutes. So that was very nice. Not too worried about that anymore. Um, never ended up taking a cab. So, uh, as I mentioned, I stayed at Cosmopolitan as I have many times. The rest of the group stayed at Planet Hollywood, and the reason for the difference is I had comp rooms at both, so I gave someone else my comp room over at Planet Hollywood, and then I took the premiums <laughs> room for myself at Cosmo. Um, this was the first time I had a, a room there that was not facing some aspect of the strip, either one end or the other or straight across to Planet Hollywood. I was in the back of the Boulevard Tower. What floor were you on? I was on 69th. Nice. And I was facing, like I had, at first I was like, ah, you know, I was kind of bummed by the view, mm-hmm. but I ended up, it it wasn't bad. Yeah. I, you Once still the smoke con- cleared. Yeah. It was hazy from California fires for the first couple of days. But as far as like what I was looking at, yes, mm-hmm. I had stuff like Rio and Palms, but I also had Allegiant Stadium and Park MGM and T-Mobile Arena and Aria and part of Bellagio. Um... So there was still stuff, and being out on the terrace on a nice night, mm-hmm. looking at that wasn't bad. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I ended up liking that more than I thought I would. They uh, they did that thing at Cosmo that they will do on occasion. I had the terrace studio booked, and they will sometimes offer you an an upgrade to the terrace one bedroom, mm-hmm. which to me isn't really an upgrade. It's about the same size room. It's just a different layout. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as much typically. They didn't offer it to me. They just put Gave me in it. it. Um, so I got into the room first. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't love the view. And, oh, it's this room. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
again, I ended up liking the room more than I thought I would too. Mm-hmm. And I've had those, I don't know, I think maybe once before. I think, did we stay in those once? Yeah. One of those once before. This is a weird room because they have- Do you have, have to walk through the tub to get to the shower? You walk through the shower to get to the tub. Oh, okay. So yeah, they've got the bathroom part. They've got shower and then a little rack where they you can um, have your towels hanging. Mm-hmm. And then two steps up into the tub. And it's a really deep- Japanese soaking tub Mm -hmm. and then that um, has a big window Mm -hmm. to your terrace and then looking out upon the world Mm -hmm. I ended up using I'm not a big bath guy Uh I used the soaking tub I think four times at least three maybe I think four nice just for 10 or 15 minutes it filled really fast Mm -hmm. and I could sit on the bottom be submerged up to my neck (laughs) and it was it was uh delightfully relaxing when I needed it so again I was kind of like, eh, I was, came in a little disappointed, ended up enjoying it quite a bit. So I'm glad that I, uh, I'm glad I had, had that room. It was decent. Uh, someone mentioned us on Twitter and then, uh, I experienced for myself that the, for now, Cosmopolitan mm-hmm. has brought back the Bigelow bath products. Lavender and peppermint. Yes. They were lovely. I brought some extras home for future fishing trips mm-hmm. when I need little travel bottles. I remember being disappointed when they stopped that, and then yeah. I kind of got attached to their new stuff, and now I'm... Well, the, They're both good, though. And it doesn't matter, because MGM will take over, and then... And they'll put some generic... Whatever the generic stuff they use at yeah. Aria and Bellagio will certainly end up in the rooms at Cosmo as mm-hmm. well, because that's what they do. They buy in bulk. So, that's kind of a bummer, but... Um, yeah, I had a good experience at Cosmo, good water pressure and all that stuff, and just, you know, mm-hmm. a, a comfortable stay. What about and housekeeping? Housekeeping, yes, because this is another area that's been in flux for the last year. Housekeeping, um, dependable. They cleaned my room every day without yeah. asking. It wasn't one of those things where I had to call down and say, hey, I want my room clean today. Mm-hmm. They just took care of it. And, and yeah, so that was a non-factor. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was great. Now, because the room that I gave away at Planet Hollywood was under my name. I had to go mm-hmm. through the check-in process there, and it's, uh-huh. a, it's somewhat noteworthy. Um, I got the online, the email saying you should you can check in early online where you put in what time you think you'll show up, and they try to sell you a $15 early check-in and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I went through all that, and there was one interesting thing there, speaking of housekeeping. They ask the question, and it's phrased in such a way as, um, I wish I had copy and paste of the exact question but essentially it's are you okay with someone else coming in your room um for the purposes of housekeeping ah. you know it's for pandemic are you mm-hmm. do you want are you comfortable having somebody come in or not mm-hmm. so i checked yes but then when it shows you the confirmation uh-huh. the way that it labels that is housekeeping opt-out yes <laughs> No, that's so. Not you look what at it and you're said. like, "Wait a minute! I didn't opt out, but it looks like I did." So of course, then I did ask um, the people in my room, mm-hmm. "Did you have housekeeping?" housekeeping? They said yes. So okay. even though the confirmation was screwy, the original question was the one that mattered. Mm. So if you do the online check-in thing, now what happens when you do the online check-in? When you get there, um, you s- still have to go through a shorter check-in process where mm-hmm. you show a barcode that they email you. Um, you flash that to the kiosk. If you're not VIP check-in, like I suppose diamond or higher, uh-huh. you're going to use a kiosk. Like that's your option. Mm-hmm. They had, I think two people working on one side and it was labeled VIP. They had a row of kiosks on the other side of the counter and they had one guy who was helping out if there was a problem with, with that. And, and there, there were a were. lot of problems. There were people, yeah, he was very busy. Fortunately, I did not, I think having the barcode or the QR code def- mm-hmm. because I did the online thing, I think that did make it a little easier. It was just scan the QR code, put my ID in. Uh, I guess probably I put my credit card in and it printed out the keys and gave me a little printout that had directions to my room, to the elevators. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty easy for when me. When it works, it's good. Right, right. So I, I, I would say it might help to do the online thing first just to it, it gets rid of those there's a couple questions like the housekeeping one mm-hmm. i suspect you would have to do that on the screen mm-hmm. if you didn't do it in advance and there are more chances for things going wrong yeah 
So there you go. One thing I noticed one day while uh, waiting for some people, I was sitting at a slot machine and kind of noticed, I looked down at the carpet and it, it was fucking filthy. Ew. Like, it looked like it hadn't been cleaned in months. Mm. And I know we've heard a lot about Caesars going back to their deferred maintenance where oh, they don't take care of things as well as they should. It's pretty evident if you kind of start looking around that, oh, yeah, they're not taking care of some very basic things here. So that's not great. Yeah. I ended up not spending a ton of time at Planet Hollywood. I and mean, We ate over there a couple times, but I, I, I think I might have played there once. Um, so even though the group was staying there, it wasn't like it was that a was central your, hub. Yeah. No. We ended up, we ended up um, hanging out at Cosmo more than anything. Everybody likes the sports bar, so we played there a lot. So anyway, that was uh, that was kind of the check-in thing. I'll run through some restaurant stuff, and one of them, I haven't done one of these in a while. I gave a second chance. So I tried Blondie's at Planet Hollywood in the Miracle Mile shops again. Last time, I think, was in 2017, two guy trips ago. And we used to go back there for the uh, breakfast special, which is like six bucks for your basic two eggs, meat, toast. Hash browns, whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, And they still have that. But last time we were there, the service was, I look back at my notes and I described it as comically horrible. And I do remember like, Every aspect of it was bad. Like they brought the food out and would just hand it to one person, have them pass it to the appropriate person. It was just really so. Anyway, uh, it had been a while, but we decided since some of our restaurant, our breakfast options were a little bit limited, we decided to go back there again. And it was way better this time. The quality of the food was better. The service was really good, and had no issues. So I can again say, yeah, Blondie's is actually a, a decent option again. So. Um, they still have, like I said, the cheap breakfast special for five ninety nine. I did not have that. I had the big breakfast burrito. I love a good breakfast burrito. It was it was really good, and it was big. It was good size. So that's your uh, scrambled eggs, ham, sausage, bacon, hash browns, jack cheese, pico, all in a flour tortilla, served with the always required breakfast potatoes. It was the were they like chunky potatoes? It was the cubed. Uh-huh, seasoned. Yes. Yeah, they were good. I don't know how seasoned they were, but they were good. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was a decent breakfast. Also ate at Cafe Hollywood one day for breakfast. Had the Southwest Scramble for 17 bucks. That was also delicious. That was the uh, scrambled eggs with chorizo. I love chorizo. Mm-hmm. I think it's an underestimated meat. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of chorizo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might give me a little reflux once in a while, but it's delicious and I mm-hmm. enjoy eating it. So anyway, with chorizo, pico, monitor, it was essentially the breakfast burrito, but in scramble form instead. Uh, this also had breakfast potatoes. Oh, what did they call that? Deconstructed? Yes, this is a deconstructed burrito with no tortilla. Mm-hmm. Um, also came with toast. Delicious, good. Service was good. Um, yeah, that, that place has been pretty dependable for us, too. It had been a while since we've eaten there, but thumbs up to that place, again, for breakfast options. Another place, this has become a little bit of a staple on the guys' trips. We've gone to... We've gone a couple times, we too. We have, too. It's, um, it's convenient. It's fast. It's... Yeah, PBR Rock Bar. They open it. They open a little later now than they used to. They open at 9. Mm. Um, we got in there right when they opened, and there was almost nobody there. Really quick service. I again had a breakfast burrito. I'm sensing a theme. A little bit of a theme. It was 14 bucks. This one, now I will say, it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Pork sausage, bacon, scrambled eggs, pico, um, cheddar cheese. The difference here, and mm-hmm. there was, and it was fine. There was a, a drizzle of um, sour cream on it. Oh. Which that alone, okay, it wasn't like sopping in it, so it was fine. Okay. Just a little bit. I'm not a big sour cream guy. Oh, we know. But the results of the drizzle of sour cream mm-hmm. is that your burrito is then no longer a hand food. Oh. You got to use utensils. Because it's I like Because huh, it's covered in sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's got... So that was... The, I, I like a... If I'm going to have a burrito... You, like, you want a handheld. I want a handheld. 
This was not a handheld, but it was still delicious, and I would have it again. I would probably say, let's hold the sour cream, which I usually do, and I just forgot. Mm-hmm. I'd say, let's let's hold, the, and then I would have uh, I would have a hand brie. Although they had like some, I think the pico might have been sprinkled on top too. Oh, okay, it doesn't matter. It was tasty. Thumbs up to uh, PBR Rock Bar as a mm-hmm. breakfast option. One of the things I've been meaning to do for a while is try Bang Bar, the newest food option at Block 16, the food hall at Cosmopolitan. I finally made it over there and got to try that. And uh, they they have flatbread sandwiches and rice bowls with uh, three meat options. They have spit-roasted spicy pork, teriyaki chicken, and spicy eggplant. So I guess two meats and one uh, pseudo-meat. I had the U-Wrap with spicy pork for 12 bucks and a side of pickled shishito peppers for 4 bucks. Delicious. Solid addition to block 16. I will definitely have that again. Ooh, do you have scarpetta on here? Oh, I don't. Thank you for reminding me of that. I knew I was forgetting something. Um, I'll talk about that next. So yes, we will have to hit up Bang Bar sometime, I think. Okay. I know you're you're a fan of of uh, delicious meats. Mhm. And I think you would enjoy it. So they have, um, the U wrap is like a larger tortilla that's in the shape Mm -hmm. of a U. Okay. But then they have a taco option, bowl option. They've got a couple things. And don't get me started on what is a sandwich and what isn't. I'm done with that argument. Can we just stop? Stupid. Die Hard is a sandwich. (laughs) We, okay. So one day I went to, I was going to go to STK for their happy hour. Mm -hmm. It's one of the Cosmo happy hours I've not yet hit. The bar was full. So I decided alternate plan. Went to Scarpetta, another place I've never never been to, and there were plenty of seats at the bar. Sat down. I ordered um, I ordered two things off the menu, and I can't remember what the second one was. It doesn't matter. I had the best calamari I've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. It was amazing. And I want it again now in my face. It was not greasy or fishy or heavy. It was just light and delicious and perfect and well-seasoned. And I think for happy hour, it's like, Seven bucks. Seven bucks. Normally, it's I want to say it's like seventeen or nineteen. Mm-hmm. So I will definitely be having the calamari at Scarpetta during happy hour again. I also ordered a berry smash because I'm always a fan of berry smashes and wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. This one didn't really do much for me. It tasted like kind of like high C. Ah, just all fruit juice. Mm-hmm. And the part of it I think is the the alcohol for this one was vodka instead of instead like, of like a brown liquor yeah instead of whiskey or bourbon or something like that as a result it just it, it really was and it was in a tall glass so it was it was like having a big glass of fruit juice mm. and it just it didn't it didn't land like most berry smashes do ah so i wouldn't probably have that again but calamari it's on my list ooh i'm watching you calamari don't go anywhere <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. I don't know how I forgot to put that in the notes. Yeah, because you, you talked about it multiple times. I know, I'm like this fucking calamari. I've probably talked it up too much now, and you're going to have it and go, nah, it's fine. <laughs> we ate at Peppermill, which is always fun. Many members of the group had not been to Peppermill before, so since we were at Resorts World one day, I'm like, you've got to see this place. It's crazy. So we went across the street to Peppermill for lunch. For a party of seven, they didn't have a single table, so we got split up between two tables. That was fine. Not a big deal. Uh, it was less than 10 minutes to wait, and that was probably 1.30, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So that place is always busy. Mm-hmm. So if you have a wait that's less than 10 minutes. When I walked in and saw there was nobody waiting, I was happy to see yeah. that because, like, all right, we're going to get in quickly. I had a hot pastrami sandwich with fries for 19 bucks, and it was delicious. I would have that again. I don't order pastrami all that often. No. But I was happy with my choice. Good. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that I ate while in Vegas, I'm, I don't often order room service, but I needed some fucking nachos Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to leave the room. Mm -hmm. I got back to the room one evening around 9 PM. Was it it like, all right, I need to have food before bed, but I don't want to go anywhere. Yes. It was the first night there. So it wasn't a late night because we had an early flight. It had been a long day. I'm like, I'm going to chill out in the room a little bit before I go to bed. And yeah, I need some food. So I ordered some nachos, added the chicken. And uh, as always, room service is way overpriced. Anything you're going to order is going to be. So yes, I spent $47 for a plate of nachos <laughs> that night. Uh, took about an hour and 10 minutes for them to arrive. I, they said it was going to be 50 and it took closer to 70. Mm. Again, that's not too big of a surprise. Right now I know that some of the service areas are, are 
understaffed and overworked. They're stretched. <laughs> um, but when I got them, I enjoyed them. Cleaned Good. my plate. Good. Yep. Just what you want right before going to bed is a bunch of nachos. <laughs> um, actually, I stayed up for a little while, so... It wasn't bad, but it was uh, it was good. I would order nachos again. All right, what else? So that's pretty much it for the restaurants I wanted to talk about. We hit Magnolias downtown, but we've talked about that place mm-hmm. enough. It was good. Um, one of the things we've talked about, one of my brothers and I have talked about for years, I have never, in all the times I've been to Vegas, I've never been to Stage Door, mm-hmm. which is a shitty little dive bar casino uh, across from Bally's behind the Cromwell. Yep. And uh, finally made it over there. Mm-hmm. And how was it? My expectations were extremely low mm-hmm. because I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. You know, it was going to be a shitty, smoky dive bar yep. that had video poker. Despite how low my expectations were, Stage Door exceeded my expectations for shittiness. It was shittier than I even imagined. Ah. Uh. Um. One thing that surprised me, this isn't a big deal, but it's just mm-hmm. worth noting, um, they actually scanned my ID on the way in, huh. like they do at Circa, I think maybe for different reasons. But um, <laughs> In so, case you plan on uh, stabbing someone? Yeah, or? I think so. That way they know where to go. Okay. Um, I ordered a rum and Coke. I had put money in the machine, started playing. I ordered a rum and Coke, and after it was delivered to me, I was told I had to pay for it, which was a little surprising because it was more than $5. It was six fifty. Was it... Um, off the gun, or was it? No, it was Bacardi and oh, Coke. Okay. So, it's one of those things where when I say Bacardi and Coke, I don't really care. Yeah. I'm just differentiating between Captain and Coke. Oh, okay. So anyway, um, that was it. Was annoying, but fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the video poker machines were sticky buttons that didn't work. The place was super, super smoky. Like mm-hmm. I generally don't have breathing issues. I'm not asthmatic, but. I didn't stay long because I was having trouble breathing. Ooh. It was also really warm in there. Uh-huh. It was just an unpleasant experience. Like I expected a slight unpleasantness, but an amusing unpleasantness. Yeah, this like, wasn't amusing. This oh. just fucking sucked. Oh. But I did win. I hit a. I hit four of a kind and won fifty bucks. So I cashed out. And, did you take a picture of it? And, no, I don't do that. I left. Um, I left with a little bit of profit and uh, a whole lot of smoke in my clothing. I shan't be visiting stage door again. <laughs> So yes, it was it was not worth the goof. I should learn better to than to do that, but I, I won't. Some people love it. More they, for you. Yeah, exactly. Another thing some people love is Ellis Island. We walked over there because it's something we do on this guy trip. We usually go over there for that cheap the steak, steak thing. thing, and yeah, okay. So we walked over there. I was already in a bad mood from stage door. Mm-hmm. Front yard, which I've been wanting to see, was closed, but it looks really nice. That addition out in front where they put up the like the glass patio mm-hmm. structure, that looks that they did a good job with that. It doesn't open till four in the afternoon, so I didn't get to go in, but I, it looks great. Um, the casino was busier than anywhere else I visited in Vegas. Huh. And again, this is early afternoon, two-ish probably. Um, lots of lots of people in there. They were doing a brisk business. Um, I just wasn't into being there. Mm-hmm. And then the meal ended up getting stretched out way longer than was necessary. And uh-huh. as anybody who's listened to the show knows for a while, once I'm done eating, I'm fucking finished. Mm-hmm. The last thing I want to do is nobody ordered dessert or anything like that. But it just, it was taking a long time to get the check. And we mm-hmm. were sitting there and it was just, we had to wait 10 or 15 minutes to be seated in the first place. So the whole thing, I was regretting my choice to even go by oh. that point. And then it kept taking too long, and I'm just—I had my typical little hissy fit that I do when I'm waiting too long, where mm-hmm. my mind starts to spin. And finally, I'm like, I gotta leave, and I just got up and left, mm-hmm. and took a Uber back to my room and chilled out for a little while. Did you soak? I don't remember if I soaked that time, but <laughs> I went out on the terrace for a while, and I just needed Did to some reset. Deep it was also several days into the trip, and by that point, I was kind of the social overload thing that I get. Oh, yeah. It was just the culmination of mm-hmm. like I need to not be around anybody for a little while, through no fault of anyone's other than my own. Just mm-hmm. like I was overloaded, and I, as I've mentioned on these guys trips, we don't stay like latched at the hip for the whole time. Yeah, and there's very much a you're responsible for your own fun. So if mm-hmm. there's something going on you don't want to, you don't have to. Yeah. And I should have opted out of Ellis Island and because I felt like it was the last full day. I felt like I was wasting my afternoon. Mm. 
I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I just wasted several hours going to Stage Door and Ellis Island, and I'm not enjoying it, and I would have rather been doing three other things. So that happened. I won't be going back. I'm like, I'm over. Oh, and the walk over to Ellis Island seems sketchier than normal. Hmm. I don't know why. There were just more people kind of standing around, you know, on, on the way. Like, you're like, are they, they don't look like they're waiting for a bus. Are they mm-hmm. waiting for somebody to walk by to mug? Are they, one of those kind of things. It just felt a little off. Mm-hmm. And it always feels a little sketchy because yeah. there's nothing there. Um, this one felt a little, yeah, More sketchy. Yeah. So anyway, fuck Ellis Island. No, I'm just kidding. I know people like that place and that I cannot imagine. I know some people will go and like spend the, half their trip there. Like, mm-hmm. Really? Enjoy. Well, if, if that's what they like, great. But It's because it's cheap gambling and cheap food and stuff. But it's yeah. like, nah, that's not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a different experience. So, mm-hmm. so I don't think I'll be heading back over there anytime soon either. Yeah. The food was fine. You know, we, I, I had a club sandwich or something. It was mm-hmm. fine and cheap and all that. But man, fucking stretched out forever. I'm thinking we've been at a couple dinners where people have ordered dessert and it's just been a really pleasant time and but those are the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. Yes, very much so. If the conversation is great and yeah. you know, you haven't if people you haven't, haven't been hanging seen out with for a really and long time and all that. Yeah. That's it's it's different, but and this time nobody did order dessert. It was just taking forever to get the check and mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> All right. So as I mentioned, um, a couple more quick things before we wrap things up. I did spend a little bit of time at Resorts World. We walked down there from Planet Hollywood. That was a pretty pretty good walk. We mm-hmm. stopped only once to play at uh, Casino Royale for 30 or 40 minutes. Hadn't been to Casino Royale in a couple years. Yeah. That was as expected. See, that's a place. That's divey. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That was enjoyable. Um, lost a little money on video poker. Had a drink at the bar. Mm-hmm. I think I played some stupid slot machines. I always associate Colorado Bulldogs with Casino Royale, and I don't know why. For me, it's... Uh, there was something... Is that where is that where Captain and Diet became... Possibly. I think, I think we were is trying that... to order vanilla vodka and diets, and they didn't have vanilla vodka, and they said Captain and Diet is pretty close, and that's I think that's the first that's time what... we had that. Oh, that started a that started a trend. Although, like this trip, the last couple trips I've been going to, I've been doing Bacardi instead mm-hmm. of Captain for some reason. It's been sitting better. Ah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we stopped at Casino Royale, went down to Resorts World. Resorts World, there's still a lot of work going on there. There's still, you know, it's still very much in progress. They're opening up restaurants, as I mentioned, and. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's still. It's not 100% open by any means. Not very busy on a weekday afternoon or weekday morning. Uh, gambling started a little rough. I took a booze break, went and sat at a bar for two hours, <laughs> had a great conversation with a bartender, came back, amazing run of good luck. And then we went over to Peppermill for lunch, came mm-hmm. back, continued the amazing run of good luck. Nice. So I left there in a great mood, and I like Resorts World even more now. Partly because I've won both times I've been there. Um, I was happy to be back. I was comfortable. I enjoyed it. People seemed to like it. Good. I didn't spend any time with anyone else while I was there, really. <laughs> it was just like high limit room gambling. I'll, I'll be here if you need me. I don't I don't, don't even tell anybody where I'll be. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going away. Um, yeah, we did go downtown one day as well. We went early in the day. The guys wanted to check out Circa, played there for a while. Didn't stay real long at Circa. Combination of um, of losing mm-hmm. quickly and had, this was a bad bartender experience really? at Megabar. Fucking yappy ass blowhard. It started out oh, no. bad. I had a Prince t-shirt on uh-huh. and he starts telling me about, he goes, fuck that guy. Oh no. Yeah, oh, it was no. a bad start. And, uh, and I'm like, well, he goes, he tried to have me fired. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a story. Oh, like, oh, really? Where did that happen? It was at Rio when he was here for his residency. And he's like, guess why? And I'm like, okay, I know what this is going to be, and it's bullshit. But I'll, I'm like, let me guess, because you looked at him. <gasps> yup, that's exactly it. I'm like, how did you know? Because that's what everybody says when any celebrity supposedly tries to have somebody fired. Mm-hmm. After spending about 10 minutes with this guy, no, it's because you're an abrasive dick. <laughs> <laughs> he had a theory on everything. Not only did he have a theory on everything, he wasn't an attentive bartender. Like if you're a good bartender and you're chatty, all right, I can overlook it. This guy was like not necessarily, oh my God. 
Yes. He starts going on about how Elon Musk is the Einstein of our time. Oh, no. It was like every topic. Like, Everything. Oh, you Did look, he talk gotta, about the Red Hot Chili Peppers being gotta, the best band ever? No, I don't think I don't think we got that. But oh, it was like, and and oh, and and it was cab driver quality misinformation. Oh, so there's a lot of that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. So anyway, I'm like, I got to get away. I went away. I left. I went and played somewhere else for a while. Came back and he was rattling off some other nonsense to some people I was with and. Anyway, we ended up leaving. Went down to Fort Queens for a while. Played there. Didn't stay long. Went. Ended up over at Bar Canada at the D. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Great bartenders. Super attentive. Very friendly. I love that space. Every mm-hmm. a little bit more every time I play there. Aww. It's just and it, when I've been there, it hasn't been busy. It hasn't been during sporting events or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's like a it's nice, com- a nice, comfortable yeah. environment. Clean, spacious. spacious. Enjoyable. Yeah. And yeah, the bartenders were great. We, I had, uh, I don't remember her. Na- I wish I w- remembered her name because she was lovely. Um, she was there at first, and then I uh, left. We went over to Magnolia's and had lunch. And I had a, um, I had my phone plugged into the video poker machine at, uh-huh. at um, Bar Canada. They mm-hmm. have USBs on the side of the yeah. machine. I noticed. I'm like, oh, I love when they have that. Yeah. I plugged it in. So when I was over Magnolia's, I realized I didn't have my USB cable. Oh, like, oh shit. So no. I went back over there after lunch to play a little bit more. I said, hey, did you happen to find a USB cable? She's like, I did not. I saw you winding it around your hand before you left. And sure enough, it was in the other pocket. It was not in the pocket where I thought it was. <laughs> but I love that she had noticed that I was taking it and that she remembered it. And I'm like, oh, problem solved. And I sat down mm-hmm. and ordered a cocktail and played some more. So anyway, it was an enjoyable time being at Bar Canada. Good. So there you go. That was pretty much my trip. I'm sure there's other stuff, but that's that's the stuff I wanted to talk about. It was a good time. Good. And I look back. I look forward to returning with you in the near future. Would you like to hear about my week with Max? I would love to hear about your week with Max. No. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your week with Max. He was good for the first two days, and then he decided he wasn't going to listen. Oh, well, two days. Two days of being good is. That might be the, a, a streak. A record, yeah. yeah. That old son of a bitch. All right. So there you go. Oh, I did go back down to Circa and watch uh, Thursday Night Football for a while, too. That was enjoyable. Not super busy that night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it was fun to be down there and had a good time. Good. All right. Finally, before we get out of here, we'll get caught up on phone calls next week. I know I've got a bunch of them waiting for us on the on the old voicemail line, we'd love to hear from you. 702-866-9494. I know a lot of people are heading for Vegas soon. Partly because several of them gave us PayPal donations, karma donations, if you will, in support of the podcast. They are awesome folks, including Steve with a karma donation for a downtown trip with an unwieldy dirty dozen making the trip out. I'm curious about the dirty dozen. Mm-hmm. I hope that... Uh, I hope the Dirty Dozen has some good luck. Yes. Our friend Donnie Mack. Yay. It's actually happening. It's nice to see this. Some of our Canadian friends like Donnie and some of our international friends mm-hmm. are starting to schedule a trip because that's being that's becoming easier now. Yeah. Hooray, hooray, hooray. So yes, um, Donnie and his lovely wife Coral are heading out in, in about a week for her birthday, hoping COVID tests are negative and video poker is positive. Looking forward to checking out Circa, catching Bare Naked Ladies on Fremont Street. Ooh. Sorry, I don't like bare naked ladies, but you're gonna have a great time. You're gonna the love band. circa. Yeah, yes, I don't like the band. The um, concept. Yes, I had, and I told um, I told Donnie this recently by email. I actually had a dream about two weeks ago mm-hmm. that you, that the two of us and Donnie and Coral were playing video poker at Long Bar. Oh, yep, we've had that experience many times, and we it's have. always very comforting to look down the bar and there are our friends Donnie mm-hmm. and Coral. And Donnie's usually hitting a royal. Yes, he's has had some tremendous luck at mm-hmm. Longbar. Well, happy birthday, Coral. Right on. Have a great time. Uh, Michael canceled a uh, business trip, turned solo birthday trip, second chance staying at the plaza, and first time, last time, stay at Cosmo before M lifening. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping to run into some fellow Vegas nerds. Highest of fives to both of you. Thank, Thank you, sir. You. Have a wonderful trip. Logan with a karma donation. Uh, let's see. Michael and DeAndre. It must be going with them for an upcoming yes. Vegas trip right now, today. Yay. Have a great time. Hope yes. you guys win. Uh, Tina, love the podcast. Looking for a karma donation for our trip, which is happening right now. Yay. Good luck to you. I believe that I uh, got a Twitter message from her husband. That I should mention that because yeah. he mentioned something. 
we pr- mentioned it a long time ago and it is still happening on mm-hmm. weekend nights at Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. They are still requiring they're limiting access. Oh, to casino guests. Casino, yeah. And if to, you have a reservation to hotel guests. Um, or hotel guests, I mean. Yep, hotel guests, guests. Or if you have a reservation at a hotel. I mean, or at a restaurant. A, <laughs> at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> I've been talking too much. Um, so yes, that started going on early after mm-hmm. the reopening when there were some issues with violence and yeah. stuff like that. And they, Win was doing something for a while too. But I think it's just Cosmo still. Friday and Saturday night. So be prepared to either be staying there or have a restaurant reservation if you want to get in. And I don't know how long that'll last, but they're still doing it for now. So, uh, Ken with a carbon donation for my friends and I for our upcoming trip to Vegas to celebrate his 40th birthday. Happy birthday, Ken. Happy That's birthday. coming up at the end of October. Going with Greg, Pele, and Josh. Looking forward to getting back out there after missing last year. I love that. Oh, I love that people are able to return now. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, we were fortunate. We were able to go a couple times. Yeah. I'm glad that more people are feeling comfortable and mm-hmm. are able to return and I share in their joy in a small way. Yes. Our friend Trisha with a karma donation for a solo trip happening later this week. It may or may not involve a special appearance from her debutante of debauchery cohort. Oh, let's hope so. If it does. Please call. I'd love one of those voicemail messages you two leave where I don't know what the fuck's going on. But, but you're having a good time. I'm happy to hear hear the joy in your voices. Staying at Cromwell, then the Cal downtown for Vegas Pride. Looking for some royal flushes along the way. I hope so. I hope you have that. I hope you have all the fun and all the luck. Yes. And an amazing time. All right. Thank you all so much. You guys are amazing. Appreciate your support of the, of the podcast. Anything else before we get the hell out of here? Nope. All right. 500bymidnight.com. Thank you for indulging me. I know you've heard uh, some of my trip. Like <laughs> when I did the solo trip, I didn't t- tell you a lot beforehand. Mm-hmm. This time I feel like you had already heard everything possibly twice. I didn't know about Stage Door though. Okay. See, there are certain things that I forgot, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I appreciate you indulging me as I tell you these things for the second or third time. I'll hopefully not repeat any of them, them again later this afternoon <laughs> as if you had not yet heard them twice. All right, 500bymidnight.com is the website. Dear Tim and Michelle questions, if you'd like to send those our way, 500 gmail.com. Put Dear Tim and Michelle in the subject line. Again, that voicemail line, 702-866-9494. I know we've got a bunch of listeners who are heading out there in the next few weeks. We would love to hear your reports, your reviews, things that you are seeing for the first time, things that you've noticed that have changed. A lot of you will be hitting Circa and Resorts World for the first time. Share your observations. It's always interesting to hear what people think of these places. All right, that's it. We'll be back soon with another show. Until then, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye.